Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Now we're live. Oh wait, hang on. Remember the thing that happens whenever I change anything? No, nobody can hear you talk. <laughs> hang on. Uh, what? Uh, uh, now. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Everyone is Warlocks, Conflux, the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign that I'm running for Final Show Films. I'm Jack, your chronicler, storyteller, and dungeon master for this fantastic extravaganza, and joining me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Walter and Saltsbury, the dwarven warlock of the thing beneath the waves of the Pact of the Compass. And Nikki. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm playing Diamond Katar, the Earth Genasi folk hero, Pact of the Archfey Blade Warlock. <laughs> and Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia Clementine Everns, human archaeologist and warlock of the Great Old One. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Zoe, the the half drow assassin pact of the blade hex split aid who is done with your shit and also dying <laughs> and jeremy hi i am jeremy i'm playing korishana savakri uh kalistar uh pact of the chain who currently got sucked into some horrible place and has one hit point so prepare for my next character <laughs> and john uh i'm john i'm playing hayden the tiefling noble warlock uh, of the fiend patron pact of the tome. Also, I'm in a power suit. <laughs> and Cody. Um, Cody, I'm playing Cole, the shifter urchin pact of the chain warlock, chasing after the flushed Korra. And our last moments in Conflux were spent as the Hawkshead Compact fled into the shallows of the Undergress following their assault on Reinald Cledwin. 
Having managed to distract and avoid most of his home guard, the warlocks cornered him in his chambers and swiftly killed him in a rapid but vicious fight. At the end of it, Kledwin was dead, but Zoe was unconscious and Korashana nearly so. Without time to regroup and knowing that Kledwin's hostages were in mortal peril, the compact managed to discover the hidden cells beneath the manor and release the captives, but the Felheit's warders cut off any avenue of escape. It was only the keen eye of Wotan Saltspray that saved the warlocks a perilous second fight. He found I, I said I said I. <laughs> That's an eye singular. He found a collapsible wall that drained the rising waters and Korashana into the caverns beneath the district of Fell Heights. And now our eyes are drawn to the dark underground passages as the warlocks flee into the blackness with eight youngsters and Thalia Forgefire in tow. Korashana. Yo! Your eyes flicker open. Everything hurts. You're lying in a cold puddle that is slowly draining away through a bed of gravel, and there's a faint glow of light that blurs in front of your slowly clearing vision. A pair of vaguely luminescent crystals flank a painted image on the rock wall adjacent to where you're lying. Okay. Um... Sorry, something digging to go and grab, grab my attention. And can you say that last bit again? So as you're lying there on the ground, sorry, there's a pair of vaguely glowing crystals. Okay, one set to either side of a painted okay. icon, more or less, on a rock wall that's next to where you're lying, which you guys should be able to see in roll twenty now. Ah, and there's just the soft sound of. Approaching and getting louder. <laughs> um, Arcana. Uh, go ahead. <clears throat> go in forewarned if possible. Eighteen. The crystals don't appear to be enchanted. They seem to be glowing as a natural function of whatever mineral is is making them up okay there's nothing about the image that particularly reads as specifically magic to you hmm. if you're wanting to see if you can get more information on it you can make a history check i will go for that, that was, okay that was my next let me just roll all the knowledges until I get what I need. <laughs> 14. Yeah, you have no idea what this means. Okay. You can I, you can kind of identify aspects of it. I mean, those look like hammers that it's holding, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. It's definitely some level of a humanoid figure, but yeah, as far as significance, you're not entirely sure. Right. The rest of you. Really quick is my... Oh, yeah. Where's my fucking closet? Give me a perception check. Okay. 14 again. You flick your eyes back to wherever Shathal is. Uh-huh. And you can see... Red smear. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can see vaguely the outlines of several humanoid figures and hear some of the voices of your companions. Okay. Everybody else. You're in these tunnels and it is extremely dark. <laughs> I think I'm making that. I have, for the people in the party that don't have dark vision, I have produced flame in my palm and it's sort of holding it up. Okay. From my so there's... elevated position of being in power armor. <laughs> so six inches taller than normal. Um, so there's a little bit of light around. You guys are in this freshly washed out cavern tunnel, probably about six or seven feet wide. Roughly circular-ish in nature. Sometimes it narrows, sometimes it broadens a little bit. And it's kind of leading in a more or less downward area. What you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna use my action to poof Jinx down here. Uh, Let me check one thing. Yep. I like to think that because I'm in the power armor and the magic has to come through it, that it's just like the tips of the fingers are like, uh, of all the fingers of the hand, like Bunsen burners, and they're just converging on a larger flame. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you go to Puff Jinx. (laughs) Nothing happens. You reach out for that connection. Jinx isn't there. Give me an arcana check. Nine. Nine. Yeah, something has happened to Jinx. Jinx is no longer on your plane of existence. Last time you saw Jinx, you had left her behind to guard the corpse of the first guy you guys uh, yeah, killed no, in the I ballroom. Gonna, I was going to have her do something, but then a whole bunch of other stuff got mm-hmm. we got caught up. So You presume yeah. a guard found her. Hmm? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So never mind that then. Uh, I'll drop my... Cledwin form. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that these kids don't think, hey, the guy that kidnapped us is still running with us. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Fortunately, it's been dark enough that most of them, and most of them have been panicked enough that they haven't really taken stock yeah. of who's around. Otherwise, there probably would have been, yeah, some level uh, of a panic. Mild, mild, yeah, some panic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Yay, trauma. <laughs> Okay. Find Cora. Cora. Start yeah, calling Cora. out. Maybe mm, we don't know what else is down here. So no, we don't. I but... can I can see them at this point through Shathal's eyes. You can. Is that good enough for mind uh, <clears throat> link? Let me see. All it says is something that someone you can see. 
I'm gonna say yeah. Oh wait, wait, can... wait. Let me check. Nope, nope, never mind. Has to be within thirty feet or something, right? Feet. Sixty feet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm assuming they're not within sixty feet. They are definitely not within sixty feet okay. of you. Do you have the? Do you have thing that lets you talk through? Yeah, I'm not... so joke <laughs> <laughs> because he liked this so much the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I appear to be trapped somewhere, says the closet <laughs> in my voice. That is so 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 weird. so Cora's voice emanates about eight inches off the ground behind Heaton. Yeah, so turn back and look at it. That's weird. Wait. It's perfectly <laughs> natural. <laughs> as natural as any of our powers are at the I like that I'm hearing like the, the closet hacking and spinning between words. Yeah. So I'm in a chamber of sorts. Okay. Um there are two glowing crystals and this strange uh pictogram. A pictogram? Yes. Of what? Uh, 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 roughly, l roughly a person, uh, with either blue hair or a crown of blue, uh, some sort of gem or ornamentation that is roughly equivalent to where the neck would be, a pair of hammers, and a belt that appears to have perhaps some kind of symbol or 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 uh, large animal footprint or something I, like that. I point over to Diamond, who has a large gem at roughly sort of like throat chest area. Does it look like that? Shethal stubbornly refuses to look where Heaton is pointing. <laughs> Shethal. Yeah. <laughs> As it says, Shethal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Would somebody please hold my closet's eyes open? We can't. Where is where is it? <laughs> it's oh, Shethal's <laughs> invisible. He's invisible. Can I find where the voice is emanating from? Shethal, some, something clicks, and Shethal starts following your orders again. Wonderful. So you can see where Heaton's pointing now. Yeah. Jinx would be able to see him. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> Does it seem to be a match? What color are your crystals, Diamond? Hmm? Uh, well, the only one that the party can see that isn't covered by my shirt is the um, bluish mm -hmm. sapphire that's sitting above her chest that's a little more rounded. Um, Position and, and, is vaguely similar, but the coloration and shape is very much different. Mm -hmm. Only in position. Look over at Diamond. You know anybody else that wears like a gem in their chest like that? No, and I mean, to be completely honest, I didn't have this before I became a warlock. Like, uh, conspiracy. Looking around, we're in, we're, are we, we're entering natural cave system now? Oh, you're definitely in a natural cave system. You you were in a natural cave system as soon as you stepped out of the snow right, block right, through yeah. the collapsed wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got some theories. I need to actually see the thing myself before I can actually say anything. 
Is there anything else in the room with you? Has is is the stone different at all? We're trying to find you. Are you drowning? I am not currently drowning, no. <laughs> I would not be able to speak if I was drowning. You're speaking through Shethal's voice, not yours. That actually have any effect? I That's an interesting question. <laughs> concentrate well enough to do this. That's something to test later. <laughs> in a controlled environments. I would prefer not to test it. Yeah, same as the only other person. We're going to hold you down in a tub. <laughs> Don't worry. You try and tell us when to let you up. No, it's, 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 it's more of the like you, you, you sit in, it's like you sit in the tub and you just hold your breath and lean back and then try and speak through the, through the, through the, through the closet. Um... <laughs> I mean, there are these two other crystals. Uh, I'm going to pick them up. Oh, so they, they are embedded oh, in the stone. Oh, they are yeah. actually mm -hmm. embedded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. Nah, it's all good. Um, and Shethal lead us to you. Nothing, nothing else. Is the pictogram carved or drawn? Drawn. How high? Bah. <laughs> um, so if you stand up, Cora, and yeah. you reach your hands as high as they go, they hit about the eyeball on the... Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to have Shethal actually sketch it out for them so they see it too. As well as possible. I mean, okay. We have chalk. Mm, hang on a sec. No, but yes, I, I have do. a no. But I have a blowtorch. I don't no. know what that means. I, I just please don't give my closet a blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> I have cartographer's equipment, which yeah. almost certainly includes some variety of chalk. Yes, I'll hand a piece of chalk over. Okay. So we're going to play Telephone Pictionary. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, uh, slightly better than Telephone Pictionary. Because I mean, there is a what's the stat for how artistic is my closet? That's, also, how, how, how much does this closet want to draw the thing? It, <laughs> it, it's less <laughs> Telephone Pictionary and more police sketch artists. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, Go ahead. Just roll me a performance check, I guess. Uh, performance is a charisma base. It's a good thing it's charisma based. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not because I'm assuming I'm not using my performance rolls, but Shethal's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, fun. Nine. <laughs> it is vaguely competent. It is barely, yeah. It's like obviously Shethal does not have the various colors to work with. Yeah, I mean, it was um, a pretty simple drawing in the first place. So he does like a little scribble, scribble that looks probably about eh, sixty to seventy percent accurate to what this is probably looking like. Quick, Jack, very quickly mock up a, a Shethal version of this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, if <laughs> I love that, he's like, yep. All right. If, if I it, 
if I can make out the the hammers and the belt and the vague crownish symbolism, would that be enough? Because uh, to me, that looks very much sort of like Durger cave painting. Would that also look to Wotan like Durger cave painting? Except for the fact that it's way up here. <laughs> that doesn't stop a Durger. You get your slave to draw that shit. <laughs> Or you stand one on top of each other. Or you get a ladder. A Durger stack. <laughs> that too. Ooh, yes. What? God. <laughs> 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 the what the all of you. All right. Oh, God. Oh, wait. I'll wait to ask that question till I see the actual thing. <laughs> Does that drawing oh, in its on. current form hang mean on. anything there's, to me? There's one other thing. Okay. What else is that? The nose doing all the way down there. <laughs> Why is it above the belt? Do you think it's it's all as much of a shit about humanoid anatomy? No. <laughs> humanoid? Humanoid. Humanoid. Why is it above so the So then, Shithal says in chorus voice, <coughs> pretend it's actually a talented drawing. And I that can't. the <laughs> and that the hair is blue, the hair or crown, whichever it is, is blue. The circles in this, the, the diamond in the center is red, and there is no genitalia. I'll wait till I see the actual thing to voice my opinions. All right. Anybody looking for a way to get down to Koreshana can roll me a survival check. Yeah. Okay. I'm bad at those. Do that. I'm pretty good at those. Eight. 20. 10. 22. Ooh. Wait. Ooh, ooh, I just had a thought. So, Heaton and and Cole, um, both about the same time go, okay, we'll follow the water. Yeah. Yes. That's how I'm going to figure. (laughs) Right. And just start walking. Aurelia, you're like, oh, yeah, water would probably be good. Everybody else is a little busy trying to corral a whole bunch of children? Yeah. Yeah. Wotan would be focusing more on the children. About now we're going, um, what's going on? Everybody hold hands so we don't lose anybody, first of all. Are we going to lose people? No. No. We will not lose people. (laughs) But it's always safe to hold hands. Diamond mostly wants to hold hands. My mom says you're not supposed to hold hands with strangers. (laughs) We're not strangers. We're the people who have just pulled you out of a prison cell. I don't know your name, little half-elf female. (laughs) My my name is Wotan Saltspray. My name's Tiatha. Good to meet you, Tiatha. (laughs) I'm Diamond. Hi. (laughs) I'm Cole, and I'm going to hand them a little... uh, I have a, like a pouch of coal coins that I've made. But like, like fake currency with your face on it? No, it's just oh, like man. coins. Coins made out of. I, I'm, I'm not. The, Cole's not that good of an artist to put a face on it. It's just a drawing. Coins, coins made out of coal. Yeah. Piece of coal. Charcoal. Literal coal coin. Yep. Takes one out, bites it. I, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, that one's broken now. Ah. This one. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't eat it. 
they, they actually take a lot of time to make. Sorry. And then I'll go back to the front. <laughs> but you guys begin uh heading down the the cavern following as best you can the path carved by how's the how's, how's the kid? almost a thousand gallons of water just uh, rampaging into a cavern how's the kid riding on my back doing <laughs> um so you have a human female and a young uh half-orc boy that are both just kind of dra- grabbed on and they seem to be doing okay. <laughs> Good. This is awesome. <laughs> so you guys begin moving down the tunnel. Actually, Jamie, um, uh, not Jamie, uh, Jack, I have a very important question. Uh, has it been an hour yet? Uh, not quite yet. No. Okay. Let me let me know when that hour's up. Yep. Um, it's about a hundred, couple hundred yards as the tunnel winds and and twists back and forth. Uh, there's a few bits hidden that are narrow enough that you sort of have to get have the kids hop down, slide through sideways, and then let them clamber back up. Um, but you guys manage to make your way down. As they begin to approach, Cora, you start to begin to hear voices and footsteps. They echo strangely in these underground passages and at times you're pretty sure they're almost here, but then you wait a couple more minutes and they still haven't arrived yet. And it's not until you finally see the dim glow of light coming from further up the tunnel that you start to realize that you wash down over about a a 15 foot ledge before you landed on this gravel. And they're approaching from the top of that. I'm sure lucky I didn't take a hit point of damage. <laughs> wow. But you guys begin to continue to proceed, and then you see a level of shadow and blackness beneath you that then glows to a faint bluish sheen further out. And Heaton, as you come to the front and sort of hold your flame over this ledge, you see a soaked and bedraggled Korashana just kind of standing there at the bottom of this decently sized cliff. How far down is it? Does it look like? About 15, 20 feet, looks like. Okay. Far enough that you wouldn't want to just jump. Yeah, is it straight down or is it like, is there a gap? It's pretty much, it's pretty much a, a sheer, sheer drop down to this bed of gravel. Okay. Oh, back over the shoulder. Found Korra. Uh, and so does it seem like there is further to go from the level that we're on or that we need to get down to where Korra is to continue? Like, could we bring Korra up or do we need to go down to Korra? At this point, there haven't been really that many off branches. There have been a couple small ones but you're thinking that down and further in is probably the best way to go. All right. Uh, so I mean, unless you want to go back up and face the guards in the Cledwin Manor. I will tell the kids to hold on. Uh, and I am going to activate my ability to fly for a minute. Okay. And I am going to begin flying people down to where Korra is. <laughs> All right. Make me an athletics check then. Since you're transiting more things than just yourself. Five. Oh, God. 
So you get the two kids down. You fly back up. You signal for who's going to be next to get flown down. I'll go down. You signal for Cole to get on. You get about halfway down the cliff face and you drop him. <laughs> Cole, make me a deck save. <laughs> you really should have been holding on more, Cole. <laughs> 19. You managed to use Heaton as sort of a fireman's pole. <laughs> I've always wanted to be used as a fireman's pole. <laughs> we know. And you only take one point of bashing damage as you like slam into the the gravel. I have a rope. That's, that's about to say, Wotan's going to like pull out. Um, uh, do we have something um, sturdy enough to pierce this rock? Uh, I say looking, I say I, looking I at our pack of the blades. Uh, I, me. Yeah, I, I'm strong well, enough. Well, to the pack of the blades is not just actively being unhelpful. I'm just unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, Diamond, do you think you can make something sturdy enough to get through this stone just to hold on to for a minute? Me, I'm strong enough to hold on to this rope. I was going to say eventually you need to come down too. This is very true. Uh, is there I a rock outcropping? No, I'm good. Thank you, though. Um, is there a, a rock outcropping that uh, looks uh, like it could, like a, are there any stalagmites? Uh, give me a perception check. Just drive far into the stone until it sticks. It's a magic sword. I love him too much, okay? Also, that would be awkward to find out that while it is a magic sword, we find its tension point, and it just snaps. Um, <clears throat> looking around, you don't see any stalagmites, but there are a few cracks where you might be able to tie off the rope in a knot, slide it in, and then the knot will keep it from sliding through the crack too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll do that. I'm not going to bore you guys with an in-depth geology lesson on how caves work and where and when you will and will not find dripstone, but you know. <laughs> Taking it as red, got it. No problem. Thank you for trusting me. Um, so we mix, we make some rope. Make some rope. Not make right. some rope. Make some, make some chicks. Okay, everybody who's climbing down, give me an athletics check with advantage because you have a rope. <clears throat> Yay. Uh, efficiency and athletics. 21. You're down and fine. I'm a dwarf. This is what I do. Kind of. I, I climb and I dig. Diamond will go last. Diggy, diggy, diggy hole. I'm just going to hold. So, Aurelia, you start to lower yourself down the rope. Yep. And your grip slips because you're still kind of wet from the whole outwashing thing. Mm -hmm. You take four points of bludgeoning damage. Out. Okay. But you're down. Oh, no. Diamond's going to carry uh, uh, Zoe. Yeah. Okay. So you're making your athletics check, but flat because you have a rope, but you're also carrying somebody. I am preparing yes. to catch someone if they fall. Yeah. Same. yeah I've, Same. Been, I've been hovering around the rope as well, while trying to help. Silly. 28. Yeah. yeah. You basically barrel carry Zoe under one arm, grab mm -hmm. onto the rope, and just sort of one hand repel your way down this cliff. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm good. Mm. Yeah. 
And then you go to set Zoe down and realize, nope, still unconscious. I would not forget that. I'm, I'm ready for her. I'm, I, know, I feel like I, Diamond will know the instant Zoe wakes up because there will be a dagger at her throat <laughs> or something. All right. Um, let me make a roll. Oh, I know what's going to happen if I wake up, but you know, not yet. How many kids do we have? Yeah. Eight, by the way, have we? We have eight children. Yeah, we need we'll, to bring okay. down children there. Wotan is, oh. is waiting to catch children if any of them fall off the rope. Oh. Yeah, D- Diamond too. We're just let. Surprisingly, you none of the kids die. fall off. Okay. Advantage is a great thing. And then yeah. Thalia, who is also just fine. And then once everyone's down, uh, Heaton, if you could get that rope for us, and I'm gonna go head over to this cave painting. Talia's just sort of corralling children. She's definitely spending most of her attention with her nieces, though. Yep. Um, and now actually able to see the the true painting. Yeah. Does, <laughs> does this look like Durger artwork? Uh, yeah. Give what me is a, that? Give anybody who's inspecting the painting can give me a history check. Aurelia, you have advantage on this. Do I get stone cunning on this? Uh, no, because this is not stone work. This is art. Okay. I Guys, got a 20 on ground. mine. 21. 23. I got a four. <laughs> I got, I got <laughs> a rock. Guys, we're in a cave. I also got a 21. Those Yay. are hammers in case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> that, that bit in the middle, that could be anything, though. Yeah, yeah who knows? Okay. So. Those of you that got over an 18. <laughs> all of us are like... Literally everybody else but Cole. <laughs> and Cora. Oh, and Cora. Whether from stories you've heard in taverns, legends, or books that you've uh, either heard told or read, uh, or really for you, specifically from your, your university studies, mm-hmm. icons of this type and style have occasionally been seen throughout the undergress usually in much deeper reaches of the tunnels, however. There are two primary schools of thought. Either the icon signifies a cultural figure of veneration, like a god or a shrine to a hero, or the figure represents a possibly existing individual, likely as a territorial marker or a warning. It's obviously humanoid. Mm -hmm. Um, Aurelia, you specifically recognize the icon on the belt. Okay. It's considered to most likely originate from a culture indigenous to the undergrass um, as far as origin and aspect are concerned. Likely a, it's interpreted usually just from contextual clues and whatnot that various archaeologists and investigators have found, probably something authoritative or, um, or preeminent in nature. Icons of like a, a ruler, a chieftain, a hero, a king, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You found the WWE belt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um Undergrass heavyweight champion. Yeah. 
It symbolizes something, but exactly what might be a little inconsistent Thunderous heavyweight <laughs> champion of Get out. the world. Watch out, Rock, here comes the hammer. <laughs> so this, the, the, the picture in, in Roll20 looks like it's chalk, which would not survive very well in a damp environment. Is this Does this look like chalk to my eyes, though? Unless... So as you go in, uh, give me a nature check. Mm. Okay. How was this it's left here? Fifteen. You go over and you touch it. And while to the eye, it looks like chalk drawn on, uh, drawn on stone. As you touch it, you realize it is chalk, but not drawn on. It is, it is a vein. It, they're, they're like sculpted ah. veins of chalk embedded into the rock. Cool. You, you kind of like dig a thumbnail in and realize, yeah, this, this chalk goes in for at least like, probably at least an inch or two. If I, if I take a pickaxe to the wall, is it chalkstone underneath, underneath, the, underneath the outer layer? Around, so the outer layer, the, the darker layers of the stone um, are some sort of, of granular igneous rock. Definitely not chalk. Those are words. I'm a dwarf, I understand these things. So, um, other examples of this that have been found, are they usually made of grains of chalk like this, or are they other variations? Or do they vary a lot? Do they, are they pretty specific? Yeah, okay. give, give me just a straight intelligence check. Let's see how good your recall is. Okay. Uh, so, looking, looking at it myself, can I tell if, did they, did they basically take chalkstone and embed it in the wall, or was there something here? Did they alter it, or...? Um, it, it doesn't seem to be a naturally occurring rock formation to your eyes, Woten. Uh, with a 10, Aurelia, you don't remember details on that. Okay. All right. I've heard of stuff like this. This is, this should not be this. We're not that deep, really, I don't think. These. I mean, we were walking for a while. Yeah, but we we didn't go like straight down. Normally these normally these are much deeper. Um and there it could be a lot of things. Um it could be it could be signifying some someone or it could just be, you know, the image you put on your house so that someone goes away or says, oh, that's not my house. I'm not going to go down this tunnel. In which case, if we continue down, that's possibly a very bad idea because I don't actually know who makes these. Um, do I know if, okay, I, di I didn't know if there was a lot of variation. Do I know if they tend to be the same age or like very, very old or are there more recent examples? Um, you recent to me. This one, I mean, it's gauging like, okay, if this chalk mm -hmm. had been normal veins of chalk embed somehow embedded naturally in an otherwise used to be magma rock type, yeah. it would have probably, 
and assuming that there's some level of occasional water flow through here, it would mm -hmm. probably have significantly weathered yes. into the, the rock surface and eroded away. This can't be much more than a century old, if not younger. Okay. This one. Other ones that have been found, mm -hmm. ages vary. Okay. At least based on what you can recall. So, basically, mostly what this signifies is that we are not alone down here. <laughs> well, going back the other way would be probably worse for our health than continuing on. Yes. That is very true. Um, I am, however, worried about us bringing eight children and an unconscious party member down into whatever the hell this might be. But do we want to take the take a bit to rest for a little while then? Yeah, I mean, I would. Let's take some time to rest. And as you're looking around the the cavern, Wotan, you can see having dark vision and whatnot. And this is a fairly open area. It's it's actually broadened somewhat significantly. So if anything approaches, you've got more visibility here than you can probably expect in just like tunnels and whatnot. This isn't a bad place to, to take mm -hmm. a chill out break for a moment. This, this place will work well enough if we wanted to sit down for a bit. All right, good. Okay, so you guys are taking a short rest? Yeah. Yep. All right. Anybody who wants to, including unconscious people, can respend hit points or hit dice, I should say. Ugh, sure. I don't have many. <laughs> Feels really bad because I'm actually from the Underdark. So I should probably be no. more helpful than that. Uh, under. The only thing I'm going to do is at the end of it, I'm going to recall my, my Raven. Okay. Well, the second one fully healed. And spell slots are back. Ooh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes, they I will, are. I will get out of the armor while we're resting. Okay. Sort of have it standing imposingly next to the <laughs> warning sign. <laughs> Why are there two... If those are like stones... Well, those are not like your stones, Diamond. Uh, actually, can I can I tell what's up with the with the glowing with the rocks? Yeah, um, it's a specific type of silicate crystalline mineral that is occasionally found in the undergrass, and they glow naturally. Dim light, not much more than a couple candle power. Is it like just innate bioluminescence, or is it like a faint magic, or? It's just innate mineral properties. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing magical about it. It's just not from a modern from a modern science perspective. It's a photoactive silicon. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. They're like glow sticks. Yep, <laughs> but not sticks. They're they're glow rocks. Glowstones. Mm. Glow glows. Hmm. Diamond's wondering if, if she can get a flashlight embedded in her chest. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just get another rock and it's like at her belly button, just slowly building a chakra of just crystals on her body. 
Um, no, uh... My belly button glows when I push it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, uh, Diamond looks at Aurelia and is like, so that, that rock isn't natural to hear. Someone put that there, right? Um, good question. Do I know that? Is, would this, would this... T- Normally, you don't get like a pocket of something like chalk embedded in an igneous rock. Um, that seems unlikely. This is not a phenomena that you are aware that is possibly to occur possible to occur naturally. Okay, cool. No, it. Yeah, I think someone put this here. Um, can I tell? any of the workmanship involves like does it look like it was embedded or does it look like someone transmuted the stone into chalk or chalk is not really a substance that you can really embed very well because it's very soft already the line art and orientation and technique of the figure is of no workmanship that you are even remotely familiar with so yeah you'd say somebody put it here and i have no fucking idea how maybe it was magic so jake i'm assuming spending hit points means yes you are conscious again absolutely zoe you're you're up i'm so glad uh i got your sword diamond hands you your packed weapon unless it disappears when you're unconscious and then never mind I mean, I wasn't dead, so I think it's probably still it's extant. Yep. Yep. So she hand, hands you that. Um, and yep. And she goes over to the crystal. <laughs> you can see she has the thunder blade on her yeah. on her hip as well. She doesn't say anything though. Looking around. <laughs> So does this... There's a lot of tiny ones <laughs> in an entirely different place. To catch you up, we found we found the kids. They were in an underground holding cell. We then found a drainage ditch that led into the undergrass. That's where we're at now. Also, there's we that. I say pointing at the very sign quickly on the wall. <laughs> because there were guards. I summoned some demons behind us. That does us. happen when you make an assassination loud and... Uh, I summoned some uh, demons behind us to make even more of a mess, so I'm pretty certain they're dealing with that probably still. I'm looking at the poster, um, poster, whatever it is, uh, the the thing on the wall. Uh, give me a history check. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, being raised in the underground. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you advantage on this one. I like I like the idea that this is some underground underground cultures like version of the teen bot poster. <laughs> uh, on the, uh, 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 like just a teenager from the on their wall. No, it's it's we, we've already established it's a WrestleMania championship poster. It's Yeah. <laughs> yes. actually, actually, actually it's an undergress fast food mascot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the history. It's a, it's a big boys, but <laughs> big hammocks. Oh, they have good mushrooms. Best I mean- best shrooms in the underdark. <laughs> um so 
Zoe, as you're looking at this, yeah, this is a territorial marker of the Dow. Dow. Elemental being ah, the Dow Jones, that, I see. Elemental beings that live and operate in the underground reaches of the the conflux undergress. Usually not particularly numerous, but they tend to assemble in in clans and tribes. Um, They tend to be fairly... Not xenophobic, but definitely mistrustful of outsiders and other cultures. They are susceptible to occasional bouts of infighting because they tend to be fairly greedy in their outlook. Some of them take slaves, some of them do not. Um but they tend to be very, very interested in accumulating wealth and power. The one thing that generally unifies them is an exterior threat. Well, it's a good thing we are providing that to them. Um, But yeah. Do I know if it's possible to make safe passage through their territory or is it more of just a you leave? Um, it's possible. It is definitely possible to make safe passage through their territory, particularly if you can strike a bargain or a deal. Um, your superiors are often known for sometimes just making it quick, quiet, and just sneaking through if the Dow have taken over part of a tunnel that they need to traverse. Yeah, fair. Um, I, I am assuming as a player mm-hmm. that Snow's estimate would be the pile of children and the people who have repeatedly failed at stealth will not be able to accomplish that. Um, it also depends on how closely the Dow watch their borders. Frequently they mark out more territory than they can actually patrol. Okay. In the, with the intent that we put our lines of demarcation here so that people think twice about coming in, but this is our actually practically held territory and we mark it out for a buffer zone. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so then these territorial markers are usually on the edge of their yes. territory? Yes, mm-hmm. usually, yeah. That that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, this is not exactly the best place to be, but I suppose if you don't go any further or have particular method in mind, well, we have to go further. There, we can't go back. You're not wrong, but it's also not generally. I don't particularly like picking fights, and I certainly don't know how to make a deal. And well, we are not definitive 
technically outsiders. What are you talking about? Oh, right. You're very much outsiders. Okay. There's probably about a sentence worth of undercommon that comes out because it's just, you know, easier in... (laughs) (laughs) Easier in the language that has understandings of this stuff. That's the border of a territory. Yes, that's one of the theories. Cute. (laughs) If you're not going to be helpful, we can just leave you here. Oh, my God. I mean, I really wouldn't suggest trying an invasion with a pile of children. I would suggest listening to the one person who apparently is the only one who knows anything about this. Then start explaining. Territory of what? Now, uh, uh, elementally, um, they don't like outsiders. I am an outsider, but you are more so. They fight each other, but not when there's there's outsiders around. territorial it's if we need to get through the easiest way would probably be to make a deal with with someone among them who has the authority but we'd have to find that person and not seem like an invading army with some very small invaders. How about we just try and make our way back to the surface and hope we don't run into any of them if we're on the edge of their territory? As long as we stick to the edge, that's not a bad idea. Uh, Do you know where the surface is from here? Well, uh, generally speaking, following rock formations, if we can find some caverns that have a slight increase in elevation, we'll find our way. Jack, how accurate is that to undergress weirdness? Um... I mean, it's not bad. Generally, landmarks tend to be by types of rocks or that sort of thing, because, you know, that's pretty much all there is to see down here most of the time. Um, And I mean, yeah, if you're looking for the surface, go uphill, that's kind of axiomatic, sure. the dwarf is speaking from knowledge of stonework. <laughs> yep. It's not it's not the worst plan you've heard of. I will hmm. Do you know where the surface is? Points up. <laughs> <laughs> How confident am I with like territorial markers like this? How they're spread apart that I would be able to keep the group to the edge of whatever that territory is. So you haven't done a lot of travel, per se, in the undergrass. Most of your your life, obviously, has been spent on the surface. When you were below ground, there wasn't a lot of roaming, patrolling, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mechanically speaking, it'll be a series of survival checks. But as far as that goes, your your best bet is keep your eyes open, look for signs of boundary, and stay outside of those. Hopefully, they marked them. Fair enough. 
The the thing that you're most confident in right now is I am currently outside the territory. Okay. Because that's right there. <laughs> as long as we stay outside the territory, we should be well as fine as traversing an incredibly dangerous area. Oh, well, seriously, handicapped can be. So you get to lead the way then. Sure. If you would like. Well, I'd much rather your pleasant face be the first thing they see. All right. Mm -hmm. So we're moving on from the icon location. Yep. Yep. They're going to see is whoever's has got a flashlight. So if Zoe is leading the way, is anybody assisting? Yeah, Cole will. Okay. And you've got dark vision, right, Cole? Yep. All right. So Zoe, give me a survival check with advantage then. 16, because Zoe is moderately good at almost everything, statistically. (laughs) That's good. So you begin to make your way through and trying to read the rocks as best you can remember how. Uh, Keeping to the broader passages, the ones that seem to be a little easier to traverse, avoiding any of the ones that curve in the direction that you're hypothesizing the, the Dao territory lies and taking the ones that have something of an increase in elevation, which as the paths branch, you don't always have a choice between. Sometimes it gets to a fork and they're both going downhill. Um, but you're making your best guesses. Can can I assist in the which one is more likely to eventually lead up? Like, can I get a sense of tunnel structure or if there's any airflow coming from any particular difference between the passages. You can give me a perception check. I'm mapping so that when we eventually get lost, we can get back to where we started at the very least. God damn it. Motherfucking. So you've spent most of your life definitely on the surface and usually on the water. Yeah. Getting... do have a sense for the wind. <laughs> you do have a sense for the wind. There is remarkably little of it in these tunnels. Like almost, almost oppressively a lack of air circulation. Nobody's having trouble breathing or anything, but it's a very sort of still, damp, quiet. Everybody begins fairly quickly perspiring pretty heavily just from the fact that there's there's hardly any convection to pull the moisture or the heat off your skin as you guys are as you guys are trudging through these tunnels one step after another. I, I've done enough jobs that have to go through the undergrowth for at least a small amount of time that I generally know that when you can feel the airflow, that tunnel is probably leading towards the surface. Generally, yeah. But you haven't found any where that seems to be the case yet. Mm. Uh, let's see. Have you started trying to be sneaky yet? (laughs) Not particularly, no. I am, uh, if we're considering it, I will say we shouldn't be loud, but (sighs) we're trying to pass unnoticed and unthreatening. 
not sneak in anywhere. Well, we're trying not to get noticed. Um, I can do the, can't wait a minute. Make sure. Uh, nope, never mind. Never mind. I require a long rest to do that one. It's a long yep. rest. <laughs> Whoops. Like, we took a rest. Nope. We took Damn. We rested for an hour. Four locks. We get ourselves back on a rest, except for the ones that are different. Except for the other ones there. Yeah. This is fine. We'll be fine. It's fine. We should right. definitely get into a fight soon. W- Woden, and, Woden and Thalia are probably mostly wrangling the children. The, the two shortest of the of the group are uh-huh. yep. handling the small folk. And with that in mind, given what everybody else is doing, I would like Hedon, Korashana, and Diamond to give me perception checks. Cora, do you have dark vision? I do not. Yours is at disadvantage. Oh, well, uh, hold on. Do this again, then. Uh, I'll take the lower one, then. What if... No, you rolled a 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said, you said dark vision disadvantage. So I was like, okay. Um, question. Uh-huh. If I just put my hand on somebody else and keep walking forward and, or no, even better yet, just fall on my shoulder. He has dark vision. I see through him. Okay. It's very confusing, but. No, but it works, and you you tend to veer to one side a little bit yeah. as you walk. But you know, yeah, no, you as can make that. As long as you like, keep me on the side that you veer to, and you bump into the armor. You always know how to course correct. <laughs> so, as you guys are walking, Cora, you think for a moment that you see the 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 wall shift a little bit, and you turn Shathal to look at it. Grab head, twist. Right, it's a snap and you, then you you reach out and you just kind of <laughs> you kind of test it with your hand. It's no, it's it's solid. Okay, must it must have just been a trick of the light. Reach Aurelia, out. you're uh, and then things- well, trick of the dark in this case. Yeah. Aurelia, you're um you're mapping, right? Yes. Okay, you can give me a perception check as well. Okay. Natural 20. Well, damn. Yep. So you're glancing around, trying to sketch. And you glance over at one tunnel wall, and an eyeball pops out, blinks at you, and then vanishes. Is it like the eyeballs I've seen before? Or is this it's too quick for you to really make like a, a, a comparison. Okay. The There's just uh-huh. an eyeball, a blink, and then it's gone. Uh-huh. Um, who's near me? <laughs> Let's see. Um, Colin. Colin and Zoe are up front. Um... Oh goodness, Cora! You get a tap on your shoulder as you're. Did you yes. see? Did you? This <laughs> <laughs> forcibly twisting invisible head. Big closet bug eyes. You just kind of stare. Oh, okay, at that's very, very creepy. Okay. Did I don't. I, I cannot see as well as. Ah. Uh, that's right. I forgot. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, did has your closet seen any eyeballs? 
just maybe, or is it? Shithal gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> Wait. Yes, yeah, Shithal has just seen. Yes. Has just seen Aurelia's eyeballs. No, 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 no. Eyeballs in the wall, an eye in the wall. The blink. If he has, if he has, he is. I have missed it, and he has not shared it with me. Dethal turns to look at you, Cora. <laughs> Which is particularly odd because you're just looking at yourself and knowing right. that Dethal is yeah, making yeah. that move. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just gonna try and make you dizzy at some point. Never mind. I mean, I it's certainly it's it's certainly something that could be a possibility. No, no, never mind. I'm not mind. doubting you. It's fine. <laughs> I Are you sure you're all right? Yes, I am fine. I just assuming you're not Can you talking describe the eye. Assuming you're not talking quietly, Aurelia, where was the eye? Right mm, back there, about 20 feet. I um... Eldritch Blast the wall where the eye was. <laughs> ah! Make an attack roll. Well, so much for not seeming hostile. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, roll damage. 13 points of force damage. You gouge like a, a fist sized chunk of rock out of the wall. No mm. eye, just a wall. Keep the, mm. Oh my god. No. Stay down here. Or can we leave you behind, please? I mean, we could I'll have left you behind, but we didn't. Yes, because I know what I'm doing. Do you really? Don't attack oh, the oh my goodness. Oh, no. who are almost certainly watching us. Do you really? Because all you really do is bitch. So... What is that? Was that my quasi or was that something else? Cause... That was something entirely different. Oh, great. Hey. What's that? Quick look around, see what Can the hell that noise was. Start fights with the elemental beings down here while we have children we're escorting Heaton. I believe it may be a bit too late for that. To be fair, as I started to fight with a wall. <laughs> We're going to throw things at you, Heaton. Mm. We'll throw Heaton at whatever that thing is and <laughs> run away. I'm currently in a very heavy power suit. <laughs> yes, you'd be fine. You'd be great. As a three-armed, three-limbed, heavy, thick-hided body just kind of emerges out of the what appeared to be more or less solid stone, a little ways down the tunnel. <laughs> mm, don't like it. <sighs> the mouth is at the top of what you would assume is kind of the head. And there's a single, very large vertical slitted golden eye underneath it looking out at you. I don't like it. Do you speak the common tongue? What he says. There's a sound of grinding, almost like someone is crushing several rocks together inside a press of some sort. And it's two of its arms, the two that are sort of facing towards you, 
reach out and just kind of hold their three-limbed talons open. Something. What does it, what does it want? I don't know. Anyone? It wants want, want tribute to pass. Um. It, is that behind us or in front of us? Well, that's funny you should ask that because there's okay. another faint rumble. Okay. And two more emerge behind oh, you now. Hmm. Just for just. You know what? Doesn't matter because. Um, as, Do uh, I I'm have going to, to know? hope they can speak language or they understand a language. Um, and Zoe, you can give me a nature check. Do I get advantage? Not for this one, no. Fine. I'm reaching out telepathically. Okay. Hello. <laughs> There's a faint leaning back from, I assume the one in front was the one you yeah, were addressed? Yeah. Right. Welcome. I apologize if we have disturbed your territory. We are simply trying to pass through. One of us is an idiot. Then you must feed us. We need clarification on that. What do you eat? Gold gems. We can smell it on you. What quantity and weight do you need? As much as you can spare. I'm assuming this is just happening telepathically. Yeah, this is happening telepathically. Zoe, you recognize these as some sort of elemental. You don't have any particular knowledge of what type or kind. I look to the to the rest of the group. We need to give them gold gems value precious minerals ah. to sustain them and we can pass through. I have one gold and four silver. <laughs> I have assuming... coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> throw that at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll throw the coin purse at the one that's got its hand outstretched or its arm Okay. Whole thing, 150 gold. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to get eaten. No, 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 that's fair. It catches it in one of the outstretched hands a little jerkily. These things aren't super nimble. Yeah. The other claw comes in and untwists the ties at the top, pulls out a coin and then just sort of drops it in the open mouth and you hear it. Aaron had something they wanted to say. Yep, go ahead, Aaron. I'm waiting to see what happens, I guess. Yes, good. This is almost enough. Oh, 
again. Um, Diamond will throw in. Diamond will throw in fifty gold pieces. Which one? Hmm. Uh, to the. Mm, there's two behind us. There's two behind you and one in front. Mm. I mean, throws the 50 to one of the ones in the back. It pours it out. Mm. Takes three of them, drops it in its own mouth. <sighs> the one in front of Cora kind of blinks its one eye. You are strange to these places. But we thank you. We thank you for allowing us to traverse your territory. Are you staying or leaving? I believe we're leaving. We're leaving, right, everyone? Yes. yes. Tempting to. That is good. Why do you say that? There are dangers here that might be difficult for those who dwell on the surface, such as yourselves. Could you elucidate? The Jin clans traverse these areas. The hulks hunt these tunnels. The dark assassins stalk below. You have much to learn if you would survive in these environs. You are loud. Yes, we are not. We are used to much more Much different environments. Uh, One moment. Uh, Look back to the. Apparently, we should leave quickly because there, there, there are Jin clans, dark assassins, and I'm going to assume some kind of underground hulkish creature groups. Great. All one crisscrossing their way through this area, and I don't think we want to encounter any of them. I also thought we didn't want to try and pick a fight. But yes, it's good to know who that random people we've just met are as a reliable source of information as me. No, Quite frankly, I, they just given us more information than you gave us. Yeah, a lot more. They point us in the nearest. They also have less of an attitude. Both were valuable. Let's not get into an argument at this. We should. We should try to get out now. Yes. Thank you very much for your time. Could you... If- we will give you more information for more food. How... Mo- 
How much food would it require to learn the quickest way out of here? It kind of holds the chunk in its hand. A tenth of this. I have... I mean, they don't seem to. They don't seem to mind what what coinage like. As near as I've been able to tell, and I, I'll insight roll this if need be. It doesn't seem to matter if it's gold or copper or silver, right? Not. The, well, all they've been given so far is gold. Okay. So kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an insight check. You just be a flat roll for this one, because okay. otherwise you would be a disadvantage. Yeah. Fair. Nope, I don't know. Um. I mean, you you don't you don't know how much was in that purse, so you'd probably better ask. But you know, how much money was in that? Um, 150 gold. We need 15 oh. more gold pieces for the quickest way out of here. Oh, uh, that sounds great. Cortana, eight gold. Eight. I have two, and I can. You know what? I will put in my seven copper and seven silver and see if that makes a difference. I will walk over and just hand it and hand it over. It grabs it, drops the whole thing in its mouth. <laughs> We can guide you. It is roughly a day's journey on your legs. That would be fantastic. And it begins to just slowly stump its way down <laughs> the tunnel away from you. <laughs> They're guiding. Oh, good. That's so nice. It should take about a day. Yep. Okay. Oh. Have I encountered any of creatures similar to this or heard anything about it from any of my contacts? Never a once. Okay. You, get you guys spend a few more hours following the Zorn. You can't tell because his face is hidden by the armor suit. But the way the power armor is walking just seems a little bit smug right now. <laughs> and they lead on fairly tirelessly, occasionally stopping for a few moments to parcel out a few coins amongst themselves and eat them. Sometimes they head in directions that seem a little counterintuitive, but you guys, with a rough estimate, and it might be confirmation bias, but you feel like you're probably getting a little closer to the surface from time to time. And eventually, as the children begin to flag and their short legs begin to get significantly tired, the Zorn kind of cluster up. Every once in a while, one of them has just kind of vanished into the wall or into the floor, but usually reappears within about 20 minutes or so. 
It's moderately slow pace. Their legs are not exactly built for rapid travel, and they, they're, they're earth elementals. Swiftness is not really associated with that element. But one of them, you're not sure which one, comes up and taps on Korra's elbow. Yes. This is the safest place we have found to rest. Wonderful. Uh, this is just a resting point, everybody. Right. Good, good. About bringing food. Yeah, does anybody have any rations on them or anything? Yep. I believe nope. I dwell. I should nope. clarify. Oh, nope, never mind. I don't even if I do, even if I, it, it wasn't ruined by my watery journey. Um, um, <laughs> how far, how far can I split a day's worth of rations between small children? Um, that'd probably be about, well, I mean, a full day's worth of rations for you would be one meal for all eight children. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I look over at Thalia. Do you have rations on you? I've got a bit of hard talk. All right, uh, I'll split some of this, and I'll get I'll split a day's rations among the children, and I'll have an, uh, that brings me down to three days worth of rations that I have left. Yep, which will then cover me for the evening as well. Mm-hmm. Nope, no food. No food. No, no food. food. No food, no food, no food. We didn't start with class stuff, so I never, I've actually never had rations. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's a reason Wooten went out and bought rations. Yeah, I, I have rations. I just need to find the stupid thing because of, I just sort of broke down starter equipment. Because... Cole, do you have any muffins stashed away? <laughs> Always oh, eating. I was already looking while we were walking. Um, if I if I if I just need to feed people the evening meal, how many people can I divide my three remaining days of rations across? So you can to get a full meal for out of rations, it's basically two meals. Okay, so one 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 day of rations is two meals for a grown adult. Right. So I can I can feed six people, including yourself, including myself. So scraping together what crumbs and supplies that you guys do have with you, you're able to at least have a meal, pretty much. Oh, I have 10 days worth of rations. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but between- So, so Zoe's just gonna kind of... Um, actually, Zoe's feeling petty. She'll go up to Thalia and show what she's got sort of shrug. I'm not exactly sure how this is best divided. It seems most came unprepared. Aye, not uh, not a great amount of foresight, but then uh, I don't suppose any of us really expected we'd be making an underground retreat. <laughs> but, uh, well, we'll have to do our best. Yes, none of us are seers. <laughs> Woden's always prepared. <laughs> I was um, say, doesn't Woden have some of those ROE type spells? Some, some of them. <laughs> That's um, why you think he has rations. 
But uh, yeah, if Zoe's offering it, Thalia will take point on divvying up the, uh, hey, the supplies. Hey, do my inventory management for me, please. <laughs> yeah. She's honestly very used to this. She's she's yeah. the organizer of, yeah. of of the game. I got that sense. And also, she hasn't been a dick to me. Right. Mm -hmm. It's true. And no one's allowed to be a dick to her because Woden would kill them. <laughs> Lydia. And as you guys sort of set up for the night... You see the Zorn sort of set themselves in positions of what looks to be basically the the vertices of an equilateral triangle around your group, and then they just shroomp, vanish into the rocks. So Deku scrubs. Yeah. So how, how does the ration split end up going? Because I've got six meals, but it's probably better to preserve at least an amount. So. I mean, there's enough for everybody to have an evening meal. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. Zoe's got literally 10 days worth of rations, so 30 meals, or uh, 20 meals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what we're saying I is, just didn't feel like doing the math to figure out how much of that I use. What we're saying is we do not yet need to, need to, uh, 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 turn turn my familiar into <laughs> no. We'll we'll say that Woten and Zoe both sacrifice a ration in addition to what you've already given to the kids, Woten. Okay, and that covers everybody for plenty. Perfect. So you guys settle down to rest for a Diamond, long rest. Diamond wants to talk to Zoe real quick. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, Diamond comes over and sits next to Zoe. Mm -hmm. um, is like, so So, how are you feeling? Um, you, you went down pretty hard in that fight. Not, not you, you okay? I'll live once we get out of immediate danger or it'll be much easier to recover. Do you do you like our group? Hmm. <laughs> that is a that is not a question I get asked a lot. Let me think. In general, yes. I don't like where I see patterns of my previous associates because I think I covered my issues with my previous associates. Um, but generally, I don't like, hey, maybe it's not entirely altruistic, but I don't like seeing people throw themselves into danger or avoid common sense. No, 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 that's fair. Common sense is a gift. I don't like being treated as not just a subordinate, but an inferior. Like, you don't know how to make your own decisions. Generally, I th think you're, you're moderately competent. 
and 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 eventually very useful to what needs to be done. I think that many of you look at what is most immediately necessary and not at what we're actually here to do. That's fine. Keaton, I'm not entirely sure what his problem with me is, to be honest. I realize that I am, well, it's not inaccurate, but I, I understand that he doesn't like another ego conflicting with his own, but it seems like occasionally he goes beyond that into jeopardizing the lives of all of those around him to prove how much I am not, not the boss of him. Yeah, guys like Keaton are like that. And I don't think that'll ever change, unfortunately. This is why we're ruled by women. Sounds sounds nice. <laughs> I could appoint you when I'm queen. Mm. <laughs> I can't see very well in the dark, so I don't know how great that would be. It's fine. We're taking over the surface, too. We'll need people who can see in the light. <laughs> Most of the government we need to topple lives above the ground. We will need people to run that after I am coordinated. I'll think about it. Uh, cool. Well, since you don't have any interest in kind of splitting paths here and Diamond will take the lightning sword and slide it over to Zoe. I will take it. Remind me what the stats on that are again. I will put it in your journal. Thanks. Uh, I my, my sword already is pretty cool and uh, not that yours isn't super duper cool too, just, you know, that little extra kick will really help out later. Okay. I have a very mechanical question and I'm just going to apologize in advance and then ask for only the GM's, GM's input on this one. Yeah. Um, so... I have the feat that allows my packed weapon to uh -huh. operate as my spellcasting focus. Yes. Or not feat. Invocation. Invocation. Yeah. Um, so if I make a magic longsword my spellcasting focus, I have this problem where I either need to be holding a longsword to cast uh -huh. or... Or am I able to summon different weapon shapes if I have a set weapon? Or am I able to use a different spell casting focus despite having the ability to use? I think that makes sense. Those are sort of the two things that would make it reasonable for me to. So yeah, um, basically if you make this your packed weapon, mechanically, it will still function as a spellcasting focus as your uh, as your packed weapon as your as your arcane focus. Is that what you were asking, or 
Oh, okay. the opposite of that. <laughs> that is the part that I assumed. I assumed okay. making this weapon my weapon will do that. Mm-hmm. However, I am an assassin and occasionally subtle-ish caster. Right. So the question is basically, could I either also use the crystal I got from character creation as a focus, or also summon my weapon in a format that's not huge and obvious? You can is- also you can also use the the crystal. Yes, okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. Then, shit. Wait, no. That's right. I use my, I use my charisma anyway. Cool. Right. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Um. So, well, if you're sure, I am reason. Bleak, capable with the weapons I have, but I, I would definitely appreciate it. I'm not sure, just because I really wanted to put lightning on my sword and call it something really, really cool, but... I don't... If I can help you do better in combat so you don't go down... And also so that you know that at least one of us trusts you, then I'll get another magic sword eventually, maybe, probably, who knows. Let's make a deal. Your family includes some armorsmiths, correct? Yes. If you could help me maybe get a discount on or summon up the funds for slightly better studded leather mechanically armor you can have the sword and i will take that as your demonstration of trust and honestly that would be more helpful to me and does that seem like a fair trade yeah, totally, absolutely. I've never had to get a discount for a friend, so I think my parents might be pretty excited about it. So, okay, awesome. Oh, thank you. And Diamond like goes for a hug, and then is like, oh wait, no, sorry. Uh, yeah. Finger guns. Not sure how to respond to that. Pretty obviously, um, but we'll hand the sword back. Cool. I do appreciate the offer. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, night. Uh, she says that, but then she immediately goes and, like, sits down and will take, uh, an hour to turn saw. Uh, All right, so the blade is now in your journal, Nikki. (laughs) Sorry, Jack. No, it's fine. It's literally like three buttons. I'm going to, I because I don't have to sleep, I spend the entire long rest on watch reading my book from atop my armor. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check then. I'm going to cast a spell at some point. Okay. 
What are you casting, Mar, Mar or Aurelia? Sending. Natural twenty. Ah. My favorite spell. I was just going to make a general group announcement. Yep. Go for it. Carry uh, carry on all necessary pre-bedtime business. If <laughs> anybody can use a shield, I stole Cledwin's. I don't know if it's special or just a fucking really heavy piece of metal that he put in the way. I can find but, out uh, if you want. <laughs> cool, and I'll hand it over. I will ritual cast identify on the shield. It's a big, heavy piece of metal. It's a big, heavy piece of metal. That's what it felt like. That's what it is. I mean, a big, heavy piece of metal is useful. We could melt it down. Um, I can't use the shield. I need two hands for the... I mean, I'm sure, like, it could be sold. Anybody use it? Or we could sell it. Yeah, or we can sell it. So, might be recognizable. Might be a problem we there. Can change how it looks. It's fine. You can uh, also before. you can also sell it in knives font. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. Ooh, actually, actually, if we sell the shield of the man who wanted to drown your section of the city in in the rivers to people of knives font, I bet we can make a fuck ton of money. Or they'll ask for proof, and then we won't be able to give it. Yeah, that seems like a lot of attention that possibly we may, we need to discuss this at some point. I'm very tired right now. Yeah. Um, I need to send a message. So, I cast sending to Drenner. All right, um, what, are you, what are you saying? Um, Cladwin is dead. Please tell me that the knives font isn't flooded. How is Constance doing? Uh, are you all all right? That's 20. Um, you don't have to use all 25 if you don't want to. Yes, I know. Uh, on our way back soon out for a walk. Mara <laughs> <laughs> likes to be efficient and use all 25 words. Yes. <laughs> what comes back is, yeah, no, everything's okay. I mean, it was a little weirder earlier hearing from you, but I think we're good. Also, holy shit, this is in my brain. <laughs> Is Wait. this normal? <laughs> <laughs> I'll spend another slot because that was slightly confusing. What do you mean hearing from me before? This is normal now, I guess. <laughs> this is normal now. <laughs> this is now normal. Get used to it. <laughs> this is our new and that's the end of my message this time. We're, we're, we're next. Just you showing up out of nowhere. That was kind of odd. And your sister's a cephalopod. And, well, okay, I'll talk to you when you get back, I guess. Yeah. Also, I wanted to know, and then it cuts out. <laughs> God damn it. All right. 
And then I will spend a not insignificant time staring at the wall, seeing if an eyeball comes back, because that was creepy. And I'm still not entirely sure that these things that we've been following was what I saw. I'm slightly paranoid and on edge. Make a nature check. Okay. 12. Once they finally emerged and you got like a decent look at that eye, their okay. eyes. Yeah, that was the same eye. Okay, good. You're st- you're definitely not sure which one of them it was that you saw because they are right. really difficult to tell apart. Yes. Um, All right, I feel better. Mm-hmm. But with Heaton on watch, everybody falls asleep and eventually is able to get some rest. Before we do, I cast Hunger of Hadar on everybody just because... I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Just because I want to feel included. <laughs> Fight starts now. I want cool things. And all the kids are dead. <laughs> they had two hit points. The kids oh, died God. to Korra's fire hug. Because <laughs> Hunger of Hadar is like the flame aura thing, right? No, it's the, it's the shadows. Black tentacle thing. It's the shadows that do cold damage. Yeah, okay. Never mind. That's even worse. <laughs> yep. Yep, much worse. They get drained of all life energy. Worst case, yeah, worst case scenario, it's another maid except eight times as bad. Uh, Joey, you yeah. drift off to sleep. That's right. That happened. And the ebony scimitar floats in front of you, several feet out of reach between you and the night sky. The stars glimmer around it as the purplish clouds drifting in from the void beyond conflux cast a gauzy haze over the light from the three moons. And then in the distance, one star flares into life, a diffused scarlet glow pulsing in from years distant. The light gradually focuses, intensifying to seemingly burn through the scimitar as though the star itself is a gem set into the hilt, right where the blade meets the grip. And you hear your patron's voice vibrating through you down to the pavement under your boots. The air learns to grasp victory even when weakened. Learn from these next days, Ash Queen. Aurelia. Yeah. You watch the walls for a good long while. Yep. You start to drowse a little bit, but still watching the area nearby as best you can with your dark vision. Every so often your head, as it sort of nods towards your chest, jerks back up at a faint Mm -hmm. noise. Yep. Your, Your nerves are very much still a little frayed from the day's events, the unfamiliar surroundings, but Whatever drips or cracks of stone echo in the distance never amount to anything, though. You just sit there watching. And then a crumbling, sliding crash echoes from the far side of the campsite as an entire stone wall just gives way, revealing the emptiness of the exterior void of Conflux's massive stone base. The grinding collapse continues, huge chunks of solid rock falling away as all of the world around you begins to disintegrate into dust and scree and loose debris. You try to shout and alert your sleeping companions, but they too fracture and shatter, and an unfelt wind blows away their remains, leaving only behind these asymmetrical crystals with weak flames flickering on the interior where their heads used to be. 
And a flaming red star pulses in the blackness above as your patron's voice drifts through your mind. She that silences the soul will awaken from her death, child. It is to be called the lessener, the quieting plague. Yagfungkafangarulach in the ancient tongue. Be cautious. And then you're plunged into darkness and the rest of your night is dreamless. And everybody who needs to awakens the next morning. Restored. Did I spot anything with my natural 20? Mm, you spotted a very, very quiet section of cavern that nothing disturbed all night. Good. It was nice, actually. It was a little relaxing. Yeah. And you got plenty of good reading in. But you feel something roughly around midnight or so, you would guess, kind of tweak in your brain. Not really sure what it is, but you're... <laughs> Still reading, anyway. Uh, can I find a particularly reflective part of my armor to stare into? Interesting thing about your armor, it has no reflective parts. Aha! Mm-hmm. Ooh, hang on. You have a hand mirror. No, I don't have a hand mirror. <laughs> what? I should get a hand mirror. You should. <laughs> why, would I, I, why would I have a hand mirror prior to this? I am for other people to enjoy, not me. (laughs) And you still do every time you walk past a mirror before you had a patron. Yes, because uh, that's my one little glimpse of what everyone else gets to enjoy. (laughs) Just walk by me. I am. I I just. Oh, there we go. Wow. That is Conflux's ass. That is Conflux's ass. Yes. <laughs> uh, actually, I'll. I'll they I, say I have the ego problem. <laughs> oh, there is enough ego problem in this group to go around all the compacts in conflict. As it turns out, that's what happens when you have parties of warlocks. Yeah. And what's uh, more, I'm sure every other compact has just an ego problem. I, I pull out my cane actually, and sort of look into the because it's a metal, like, skull head, and sort of, like, polish it up and see if anything comes to me in the reflection. Yep. You look. And at one point, you're pretty sure one of your eyes winks at you without you having winked your eye. But that's about as much as you can see. Okay. (laughs) It's like staring into the into the reflection. I need to get like a hand mirror or something. <laughs> and you guys awake. And let's have Zoe and Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Give me an Arcana check. Okay. He is ten. Zoe, the DMS oh, Arcana check oh, from you specifically, Zoe. Huh? Uh, the DMS for an Arcana check for me specifically, Zoe. Yeah, I I know. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't certain if you could hear. Hey, natural one, natural twenty. All right. Okay. I'm really glad to have hit points. That's. I just want to point out Zoe has a plus one to Arcana, and Aurelia has a plus six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, Aurelia would beat me at this, but I'm the best. 
So it's just amazing. Your grasp on your magic, Zoe, is significantly lessened. You have no spell slots. Your cantrips are intact, but you have no spell slots. I'm not saying anything to anyone about that. Okay. <laughs> um, though, I will try and summon my pack blade as like a dagger, something small. Yep. Oop. Oh. There it is. Does it, does that, I understand if you can't tell me, but it'd be really useful for mechanics reasons. Does that feel lessened? Do I feel like that has access to all of its abilities? You think it, you're pretty sure it does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, thank you. It feels like it does. Does this seem like a thing the Underdark would do, or Undergress would do, or just this just seem like, oh, my patron just told me you're gonna be weakened, and then I was weakened. You feel like it's probably what your patron was specifically referencing in your dream. Cool. I have no idea. (laughs) I don't feel like letting Heaton throw me off a cliff, so I'm not going to tell them I am less useful today. Okay. But everybody awakens. Good morning, sleepyheads. Do you not sleep? No. That, I believe. I believe the proper answer is not anymore. As far as you're aware. Yeah, I'm not entirely I'm I'm not entirely sure that's accurate. I don't think he slept that much before anyway, <laughs> at least from what I know. Yes, but that may have There was been. this the professional perks, the magical armor, or or the the otherworldly assistance. Combination of all three. It has hmm. nothing to do with the armor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Heaton is playing coy. Yeah, it's fair. Hmm. Five more minutes. <laughs> no, come no. on, wake up. The sun is up. On the the chorus of five more minutes from nine different underground. points. Underground, what the hell do you mean the sun is up? The sun is probably already up. I can just tell. All right. <laughs> feel it. All right, kids, we're going to get we're going to get out of these creepy tunnels today. Up, up. I'm going to do a quick head count, make sure nobody wandered off in the middle of the night or got yeah. snagged. Yeah, we got eight kids in a rogue. All right. For, for what it's cool. worth, nothing tried to sneak into camp last night. Unfortunately for us, one of the kids was actually made out of gold and... and the, he's been... He's been <laughs> yep. Nope, yep. Definitely happened. Definitely happened. Uh, those, those, those Earth Ganassi that are made out of gold. <laughs> oh. I mean, Diamond has a gemstone in her chest, so if we're concerned about anyone... Oh, yeah. Or two, two. sorry. Now you're good. There's also coal with a pocket full of gemstones, but it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but if his pocket gets eaten, that's better than his physical sternum, sternum, yeah. and or a rib cage. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, assuming you need those. Now I'm just picturing the Dow acting like like birds with like a thing in their talons, just, <laughs> just pecking at oh. just the chest area. Well, those th- those are zorns, those but are yeah. Zorn, not <laughs> oh, whatever. Dower the Earth Jin. Yeah. Dower's scary. 
scary ass motherfuckers. It's yeah, true. let's get out before they that's, find us. That's all right. Yep. So, Zorn are honestly just kind of adorable at times. <laughs> well, and and they're neutral, which is nice, which means they'll stop and talk to you if they can before murdering you for your valuables. By the way, did anyone have any strange dreams? I don't dream. I yes, we know that. Sorry. I didn't I did sleep in order to have my patron. You did what? Is this not something that's typical for warlocks? Uh, I, I didn't catch that. You did what? Connect with my patron. Briefly. Okay. What did yours say? Keep going, conquer everything. Reconfirming that I will be queen. Splendid. Are you sure that's not just your inner monologue? <laughs> um... <laughs> I was trying to be forthright and honest because apparently not sharing information is not doing me any favors. All right. I just happen to have a patron who agrees with me about something. That's I mean, good that, for you. That is, that is to my understanding how many patrons work. Yes. As, as uh, a, your as patron a, doesn't speak in rhymes and mysteries. That's so nice. Can I trade, please? As it, as it turns out, a lot of them are willing to feed our egos to get what they want out of us. Well, when you my, have to become my, wishes... my relative somehow, and I don't think that's likely, but... When mine wishes to communicate with me, they do it by trying to murder me. Yes, you are, you are sort of the, the exception only... to that. That's the only thing that they try to do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I feel marginally better now. This is this mine, has been good. Mine um, mostly just acts like a very mine mostly just acts like a very amused parent. All right. Uh, yeah. So I gather that you also had something happen. Yes, mine was a warning. Um, Are there details some, you're willing to share? Yes. Um, something about uh, she that silences the soul possibly also known as the lessener. I, it was a lot of information. Um, and then I fell asleep again and uh, something's awakening and it's, it says something about a plague. Does so, any of that familiar to me? Yeah, does any of that ring any bells? Make an arcana check, all of you. Do I get advantage for my like school? Nope. Mm. Okay. And uh, Aurelia, give me an intelligence check, not an okay. arcana check. Okay. Can I Oh, God. 14. Oh, I need an inspiration on this. Sorry. Six. Yes, you may. Six. And that's plus a d6, correct? Yeah, D8. D8. I'm confused and concerned. The listener sounds like a nine inch nails. <laughs> that's not a. It sounds like a baking ingredient because that's what it is. Um, that's a seven, 18. 18. Okay. Interestingly, um, is actually what you rolled. <laughs> Zoe, you're not familiar with any of those names. In fact, none of you really are. However, Cora, Woten, Cole, as you're thinking about that, you feel something in your mind and you kind of do a quick inventory of yourself. None of you guys have any spell slots. You have your cantrips, but no spell slots. 
Hmm. Does that include those of us that didn't make those rolls? You eggs are not aware of anything. <laughs> uh, do I still have access to my runes? Oh, oh no. We, we lost Jack's camera for a second. Oh, there we go. Yes, you do. Hmm. Okay. And now I have to rearrange everyone again. Thanks, Jack. I'm the game master now. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone except for Jeremy and me jumped around. Quick, Nikki, level us all up to 20 before you All right, you're yeah. level 20. Everyone gets all magic items and one wish. Let's go. I think of any things. No, you may not. <laughs> I just want to take seven draws. It's fake. Okay, you can have a deck of many things and you can take seven draws. Wonderful. All, oh, all of the cards give you a piece of rope. <laughs> just a piece of rope. <laughs> Not even use rope, just like an inch of rope. Yeah, just, just a little, take, little section of rope. What if I take 20 draws? You get 20 sections of rope, and the deck is gone. Worth it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a and deck then you of hear many, a rumble. It's a deck of one thing many times. Oh, shit. Yep, many things. Because <laughs> all of the ropes are different colors. I forgot to tell you that bit. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I weave them all together and, an and make, rope. <laughs> make a headband out of for Pride Month. All right, solid. <laughs> I support this. Conflux and I celebrating Pride Month. So Do the ground yeah. begins shaking? Yep, as the three Zorn (laughs) come out of their burrow. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. And just start walking to the far end of the cavern, up towards another tunnel exit. All right, children, we're getting out of here today. Come on. Anyway, it was just a sort of weird, disturbing dream, so I have no idea, but caution was what. Have I learned the kids' names? If you decided to take the time to do it last night, sure. Probably, yes. I would like to roll insight on, on Wotan to see if when he's referring to children, he's just referring to the ones who are <laughs> for the entire group. Go for Go it. He hasn't learned some party members' names yet. <laughs> 15. <laughs> Hard to read. Hard to read. <laughs> but there's a young elf boy whose name is Esgalel. Uh, there's the half-elf who introduced herself. That's Tiatha Munsford. There's a young uh, blue dragonborn girl whose name is Sailfalra. Uh, the half-orc who's riding on Hedon is Orak Splitblade. Uh, the human girl who's riding on Hedon is Muriel Trevatory. Then there's Tygen McIlbin, who is a human boy. And uh, Thalia's two nieces, Bredna and Alrica Dunspike. And I need you to spell the, the the ones that I wasn't able to tri- to, to spell out. I'll put I'll put them in chat for you. I love all of them. I want to protect them all real bad. Ugh, this is great. Perfect. <clears throat> Um, and in fact, Wotan specifically, you can give me a history check now that you have the names. Da-da-da. 17. 17. You were not previously aware that Thalia was apparently, at least by marriage, related to the Dunspikes. Hmm. 
there is a weapons manufacturer in Twilight's web uh, known as Dunspike Foundries and Metalcraft. They are one of the very few, in fact, some would say the besides Gatdorf and Chamberlain who make the Stormsteel weapons, they are one of the very few manufacturers of something that might be considered a magical weapon in conflicts. Tell you, how are the Dunspikes related to you? Well, my sister married uh, married one of the lads over there. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of the uh, organization operations, you know. I... Not one of the crafters, one of the... Uh, one of the... Handles more of the marketing and uh, contracts, that sort of thing. It's a facet of your personal life that I'm amazed I never learned. Yeah. Even in our line of work, it's a damn bit of coin that you have to sink in if you're going to get anything decent out of them. Fair, fair. But at the very least, let's get all these children safe and sound, shall we? Hmm. Guess we'll follow these uh, <laughs> rock stock or whatever we call them. That's uh, do- Cora. Do you happen to have a name for these gentlemen? I do not. Cr- I'm. I will. I'm sorry. What? Uh, what? What should we call you? That was very rude of me not to ask before. We are. Stoneborn Rock Eater Chalk Dweller Wonderful. I I I pass those names along. Stoneborn, Rock Eater, and Chalk Dweller. Yep. Mm. So this is, names are passed along. Apparently, that's what we call them. Thank you for guiding us. Well. All right. Well, I think I've had about enough of these tunnels. So faster is better, I suppose. Although these fellas don't seem to have much in the way of long legs. I mean, neither do we or the children. No, but we're faster than these boys. By a a margin, yes. Anyway, and you guys continue down the tunnels. Don't need to roll survival since you guys have guides who you very nicely made friends with and fed rather than murdering, which I appreciate. Mm Hmm. I will need you all to roll perception checks, however, as as the hours go along. Fifteen. Finally, a roll that wasn't garbage. Five. I am probably still trying to, even though like I'm not worried that we're going to need to trace our way back. Uh-huh. I'm probably still trying to map. Okay. Yep. Dark vision doesn't affect this one because this is an audit- auditory perception. Sweet. Ten. Okay. So, Cole, you hear what sounds like some level of movement a little ways down the tunnel. 
Okay. Uh, what kind? Like scrabbling or water running? Kind or? of a, a scraping, scuttling sound a little bit. Okay. Uh, have the have our guides done anything or? Which is when you look to your guides and see them all just whoosh, vanish into the walls. Yeah. Uh, I'll turn around real quick and just, uh, everybody hide. Um, I will try and flatten against the wall. I look, I look over at Diamond. Is it Diamond? Got you. Not that one. Yeah. <clears throat> What are you, there? There's not really anything to hide behind. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. Uh, <clears throat> You're in an open tunnel. Open tunnel. With a little bit of, you know, roughness to the area, but for the most part, it's just. Yeah. Wait, can I do this, Jack, or does this count as. Uh, Diamond, you reach out to try and grab that level of connection you have with Earth and Shadow. And once again, the darkness kind of comes in, swathes around you guys, and manages to give you at least some additional level of concealment, despite the fact you're kind of out in the open. Everybody gets the plus 10, but everybody's making your stealth checks with disadvantage. Cool. Are there any sort of crevices that I can push into? Not a one. 28. (laughs) Oh, God. 21. 18. 18 because the dice hate me. They hate you. Oh, that's. <laughs> Diamond with the nine. Uh, it's a natural one, but it's a nine. It's a nine. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Diamond's too busy with the spell. Like, I. Like, kind of. Diamond, you guys push Diamond back as best you can. Who is not hiding very well. <laughs> Trying to conceal yourselves. Highest, highest rolls, uh, stealth rolls out of this group with a plus zero. I don't know. Disadvantage. <laughs> so was I. Because three yeah. of us have plus zeros to our stealth and one of us has a minus two. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you guys push back as best you can, but there is precious little to, to conceal you in these tunnels. And maybe if it was just the seven of you, it would have been all right. <laughs> but there's an additional nine people in these tunnels. Yeah. Who, who I'm going to assume do not have high numbers in their stealth. Who do not have high numbers in their stealth roles. They're not proficient in stealth. Not particularly, <laughs> no. Some of them just cover their eyes and like stay out of the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, Thaya's probably got expertise in it, but you know. Wouldn't it? Like, when it comes to the children, if any children aren't able to, like, very clearly aren't able to get themselves behind anything, I'm going to forego my stealth roll and just place myself between them and whatever is coming. Okay. So that, at the very least, I am the target, not them. Sounds good. So, in terms of what's coming, there's a scraping 
and a lumbering. And then two very large figures come skulking down the tunnel towards you. They don't appear particularly to notice you specifically until they draw significantly closer. And then there's a chittering. As two umber hulks lurch into view and their tremor sense pings with all of the people just kind of pushed <laughs> up against the wall who are trying very hard to breathe as little as possible. Let's have some initiative, oh, shall we? Okay. Alrighty here. Oh, that's a nice roll. Hey, well, would you look at that roll? Eight. Five. <laughs> These are all. What the fuck did the work do? I'll change that. Life. Our luck has abandoned us alongside oh, nice. it. Oh, that's a 6.11. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I didn't have a token selected. Yep, I didn't either. Again, I'm going last. That's kind of like going first. <laughs> Except not. Don't shit on my positive spinning, okay? <laughs> You're so, the first one to go before the next round, is exactly, how it's noticed. Exactly. <laughs> but you guys heard them, so it's, this is not a surprise round. So at least you have that. As these two guys come charging down on what looks like fish in a barrel and lots of juicy, yummy food. So, Hedon, you need to make a... Or no, wait. You don't do do those until you start your turn. (laughs) Ha-ha. All right. So they're just going to charge right in. Hedon, you're a large target. Intentionally so. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I think Zoe and Cole were kind of towards the front as well. Yeah, I would imagine so if I was if I heard him. Yep. All right. So Heaton, you're getting the first three attacks. You it's a twenty-two for nine slashing damage. Uh that hits. A twenty-eight for twelve slashing damage. That also hits. And a 27 for 11 slashing damage. I have one hit point. (laughs) One is not zero. One is not zero. The other one is going to bear down on Cole. It's okay. I'm in the armor. That means if I die, I'll just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Just we don't know that. I, yeah. That's 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 a problem for you guys. We'll notice as soon as the snarky remarks stop. Cole, what's your AC? That'd be a big one four fourteen. Okay. Uh, natural one misses you. Uh, Twenty seven for seven slashing damage. Okay. 
and a 16 for 12 slashing damage as a claw comes across and then uh, yeah and then this these huge scything mandibles just shoot right around right over your midsection and rip into your body ow that's not good and then it's diamond's turn uh yeah no diamond's gonna rush in front of the one or She's going to go behind the one that's attacking Heaton so that she's flanking. Does she have advantage on her attacks if she's flanking? Yeah, you can get into a uh, flanking position and get advantage on this. Mm -hmm. Dope. Is a 22 hit? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, 11 slashing, two lightning. Cool. And then... 16? 16. So the first one, you lash across it, find a joint in the chitin that forms this thing's exoskeleton. And you see a little gout of greenish ichor come spurting out of the wound. And then you lash back with it again. And this one just carves a deep score into the shell on the outside of this thing, but doesn't seem to have done any damage to it. Cora. Hmm. All right. Um... I will... Yeah, what the fuck, Mind Spike. What what spell slot is that? That is a... The spell slot that we don't have? Shit, you're right. So you go to cast Mind Spike. Brain, yeah. Well, I don't know, did, did Korra... You don't... Yeah, it was Cora one of the people that knew they didn't have any spell slots, though? So that's the... No, I don't think I did. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cora did not. And you go through the motion, nothing's there. Right. You don't... You don't have... You can feel the magic still running through you, but for whatever reason, you can't grab that part of it. Oh, shit. Zoe. Mm. Do I recognize what Korra tried to do, given that they've done that spell a few times? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you were watching Korra, you'd be able to tell Korra tried to cast a spell and nothing happened. It wasn't like a fizzle or anything. It's like they they did everything they should have. Yep. Nothing happened. Uh, very... Trying to play this off as casually. Avoid cast for the time being. I'm gonna go and stab into the thing. Go for it. Same uh, one that uh, Diamond's on? Yeah, I, I'm thinking we try and take down one of them. Um, did Heaton move back? No. Nope. So he's... Heaton hasn't had a turn yet. No. Heaton hasn't had a turn yet. Mm. Yeah, so I've... <laughs> Sorry, it's just chat is perfect. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to stab. 23. 23 hits. 11 slashing damage. Alrighty. Um, Rip across it, take off a little bit of one of the end of those mandibles. 17. 
17, once again, the second strike comes in and it brings up a heavy forearm and just chunk, stops the blade hard. No damage. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to click that button. Okay. I was to delete the snake venom thing that I don't need anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I I am trying, I realize this isn't like an action or a bonus action, to just be more of a target than all of the children. Yep, sounds and good. Bang it in the face or yep. back or where, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah, no. Thalia is currently actively ushering the kids as far away from this as possible, it seems. Okay. Yeah. And... It seemed like they went for the most obvious target with Eden, so hopefully that'll remain the case. Yep. Uh, and having ushered, Thalia now turns around and comes out, just whips around, and then dashes back to the front, pulling out a short sword. but she can't find an opening, jabs at it, and just dings the tip of the blade off the uh, the armor. Which means it's Cole's turn. Yeah, I just got munched down right in the stomach. You definitely did. That was, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I'm going to bonus action, shift. Okay. Grab yourself some temporary HP. Yep. So. Cool, 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 cool. Shift. Uh, and then... Um, is there anybody uh, near this one as well with me? Um, so they're pretty much... It? Uh, there's people adjacent to it, but they're not flanking. Okay. Um you, you could slide around yeah, and I'll find a flanking position, though, yeah. Try to do that, and I'm going to Death Kiss Dagger. Cool. 18. 18's a hit. All right. Nine points of damage. Okay. Poke. <laughs> Sinks in and shrink. Yep. That, that tastes innards. That's me. Okay. And Aurelia. Um, well, I got told not to use magic. I pull out the gun for my action. Because uh, okay. I, I don't carry it around when we're wandering around for uh-huh. hours with small children. Um, can we tell how injured Heaton is in that armor? Or does it, like, not really You show? have no idea. Okay, cool. Um, well, he's... He's in that thing and he's up there. He, I'm not gonna be up there in the middle of this stupid fight. Uh, I back away, uh, still trying to keep me probably between them and the kids, but okay. nope, nope, you're on your own. All right, Wotan. Uh, so, oh, Wotan kind of pulls the compass out. Well, this still feels like it works. And he turns it around and he's going to Eldritch Blast. Okay, the more injured or the less injured? The one? more injured, definitely. Okay. Go ahead. 26. That's a hit. 
eight force damage. Okay. That's still rolling the extra, and he's rolling the extra good. Second blast, 22. Also a hit. Eight more force damage. Nice. <laughs> I just two blows that just punch into the joints on this this thing's armor. And yep, that definitely sends some some guts spraying off to one side, but these things are big and hardy looking. Hidden. I'm in melee with them. You are. And there are kids behind us. There are. So I'm not moving. Um, okay. As if I move, then the kids aren't safe. I mean, they're less safe. Um, I'm going to use a bonus action to activate okay. the force field on this armor. Good call, good call. Uh, to get six temporary hit points. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then I am going to... Uh, using my legacy of you. Oh, wait, I can't because that was a bonus action. Damn it. Um, is there a way that I can angle a burning hands to hit just the two of them? We'll say sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're large. You can probably angle it up. Just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will use my legacy of Kania to cast burning hands as a second right. spell. What? Save do they need to make on that dex? Dexterity saving throw. One succeeds, one fails. Okay. So the closer one to you just catches it right in the face. Just flamethrower through the two of them. Yep, the other one kind of ducks out of the way and manages to only get marginally singed. These guys do not have any resistances, however. So the first one takes 13... Second one takes six. Alrighty. And they're back on top again. Um, yep. The injured one now has multiple opponents around it. And Diamond was the first one to hit it, so it's going to focus on her next. Oh, this is going to hurt. What's your AC? 11. All right, so 18 hits for nine slashing damage, 22 hits for eight slashing damage. And a 13 hits you? Yeah. For 11 slashing damage. Ow! Two claws and then these those nasty razor sharp mandibles once oh, again. Uh, we haven't been making our charisma saving throws. Oh, that's true. Oh, I, I assumed we were fighting an altered version because we're depowered right now. Eh, I forgot. Everybody make a retroactive charisma save. I mean, how many of us are within range of that? Oh, all of you are within 30 feet of it. Mm. Okay. What? 20? We nine. 20. 18? 26. All right. So Cole and Koroshana will be confused. Do they have the confusing gaze? So basically these eyes just overwhelm your minds. Okay. This is happening slightly out of order. Your original stuff actually happened. Um, And you guys are confused. So you can't take reactions. And this next turn, you'll roll a D8 to see what you do. All righty tidy. Um. But Diamond, you see that these eyes are 
very invasive. Everybody's aware that there's something about their gaze that if you look at that, you're going to have to make this save at the beginning of your turn. So you can avert your eyes, your attacks are a disadvantage, or you can say, nah, I'm good at charisma saves and risk it. Yeesh. Because I'm seeing them not with my own actual eyes, but through a visor, am I affected? It's still your eyes. I'm still mm. affected? Okay. Yeah. Because it's not like you're seeing them through a camera. You're seeing them through a window. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a dark window, but it's a window. <laughs> All right. And then the last one is going to go for... Please say me. Uh, no, you're way back. <laughs> <laughs> So I was hoping uh, for. I want to be. I want to be the threat that's blasting them from distance. Yeah, no, but there's there's people in between you and them. Uh, that's gonna go for Zoe, I think. Thought so. Does a eleven hit you? No, it does not. Whoops. Wow. So. It lashes out at you, a claw, you fend it off with your blade, a second claw from the other side, you desperately parry to the, to the next, and then it just swings down with these mandibles, and you just duck your head about three inches, and they whoosh, passed over top. Because mm. it rolled an 11 and 11 and a 1. Well, that's nice. So diamond. Yes. Averting your eyes or taking the save? I did the save. Do I have to do it again? Yeah, beginning of every turn. I'm taking the save. 25. All right, you can still attack with advantage. Yay. You're flanking. Yay. 22. That's a hit. Nine, eight slashing one lightning. Okay. And then once more, 26. That's a hit as well. So close. Uh, six and five. Eleven. All right. You're carving gouge out and after gouge out of this thing, and whatever green viscous fluid is flowing out is starting to coat the rocks underneath everybody's feet. How are you? Roll, roll me a d8. Hmm. Uh, Cool. Your mind is completely overwhelmed by this thing, and you you just you don't you, you can't. Yep. All all sense of impetus and volition is just gone. Uh, roll me your charisma save as well, though. Hmm? Is it? I don't think it's at the start start of every turn. It's once you look away, you can redo it. Um. Unless I'm wrong. As I'm reading it, it looks like you. It looks like you can make the choice at the beginning, or you you continually have to make the save, and once you succeed on the save, then you can choose to look away. But you still get to make the save at the beginning of every turn. Okay. Um, that's cool. It's a slightly confusingly worded series. I mean, I will though, take but... that because it means that I'm not just randomly staring and then don't, and still staring at the beginning of my turn. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But nope, still not, because why should I be able to roll dice? Okay, so that means it's Zoe's turn. Making the save or averting your gaze? 
I'm just going to make the safe because I'm confident in my abilities despite okay. the evidence that I should not be. Hey, famous last words. <laughs> hey, I acknowledged it so much. That it, <laughs> it, 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 it could be worse. It could be casting hold person on us. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Romeo, Romeo D8, Aaron. Four. All right. Yep. You, your brain just blanks out. Cool. And your hands go limp. And yep, you're just standing there. Cole, making the save or averting your eyes? Uh, I have to roll a D8 already. Oh, that's right. You already got confused. Yep. Seven. Okay. Um, roll me a d6, because there are three things within melee range. Please hit Hayden. Please oh, no. hit Hayden. Oh, no. Five. Okay. Uh, roll me a melee attack. Hmm. Eleven. So you just lash out with your dagger, and it slides across the armor of the Umber Hulk, hmm. but doesn't do any damage. Hmm. All right. Uh, go ahead and make your uh, charisma save as well. 17. All right, and then your brain snaps out of it, and you know, don't look at its eyeballs if you don't want that to happen again. All right. Um, Aurelia. Uh, not looking at it. Not okay. casting any spell, because that's, that's apparently a bad idea, and this already seems Okay, fair. I get it. So I'm going to try and fire. Uh, right. Attack is a disadvantage. Yep. Uh, oh, you're closing your eyes and firing into a crowd. Yep. This can yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the, wording, the wording makes sense to you now, Jeremy? No, no. It's So some of us are making the save at the end of our turns after we've done nothing. Some of us are making the save at the beginning of our turn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the, the two because of you I the ones missed two. it retroactive right. had to retroactively yeah, yeah figure because he missed because he missed the triggers last time no that right. that's why though yeah okay. so Aurelia you kind of try and aim it in the right direction you pull the trigger yeah. there's the and crack of the rifle and then you sort of half glance up and it looks like you just hit rock in the ceiling of the, the tunnel all right Wotan. Uh, I'm gonna have to make the save. Okay. Come on. Hey! <laughs> that they threaten to completely dominate your vision and blank out your mind, but you just push through it and you can still take your action. Yeah. So it's uh, sort of blinks for a second. Oh, no more of that. And he's gonna just focus fire on, on the one that's injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. 17 misses, probably. That's a miss. Mm. 12 misses. 12 also uh, misses. Yep, two blasts, but they go wide. Can he judge how far he is from these things? He's about he's about 25 feet back. Uh, how far are the kids? They're about 40 feet back or so. She's going to take up a position that's a little bit closer to the kids, like directly in front of them. Okay. Like coincidentally 31 feet back. <laughs> 35 feet, but yeah. 35 feet, say. All right. Heaton, <laughs> averting your gaze or? Yeah, I'm going to avert my gaze. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to use my bonus action to pop out my flame blade using Legacy of Cania. 
Okay. That's yeah. That's my legacy of Kenny against yep. Mage mm-hmm. Hand, Burning Hands, and Flame Blade. Right. Um. <laughs> otherwise, I'd be able to do nothing at the moment. Uh. And you still have your cantrips. <laughs> my one attack cantrip that is a ranged attack. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I guess produce flame can also be a thing. Anyways. Um. Uh, and I'm going to uh, I'm flanking I'm going to try to hit the one that I'm flanking diamond with okay so it's just a flat attack because I'm not looking at him yep but I'm flanking mm-hmm. right. 17 just misses <laughs> that flame rips out and the thing immediately instinctually kind of recoils from it and you swipe out with it but it's a few inches short Large power armor with fiery sword. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Okay. So we have one that's going to push towards uh, diamond again. All right. So diamond, you take ten damage slashing with the twenty-three. And a 24 hits you for another 11 slashing damage. You are muted as heck. Unconscious as heck. Okay, that too. Yeah, so two claws come out and Diamond goes down, which is why when the mandibles go to clamp on her neck, her neck is not there anymore, and therefore that one misses. All right. Diamond, make me a saving, a death save. Hmm. Natural 20. Boom! Wake up with one hit point. Right, so you feel your head head hit the the stone floor and that jars you just enough that your eyes kind of flutter open a little bit. And you have a hit point. Hmm. Cora, you succeeded on your second one, right? No, did, I absolutely no, did not. Oh, that's right. Did, Sorry, I'm scrolling back up through did, things trying to figure out. I rolled a 10. Or did that's only, right. only one of the Umber Hulks attacked? Yes. Okay. Don't worry, I'm getting there. Just wanted to clarify. Mm-hmm. All right. So Cole and Zoe... Uh oh yeah yeah no sorry second second number Hulk I just wanted to to yep. finish off with with where my train of thought was going uh Cole you uh twenty three hits you yes it does you take ten slashing damage Zoe a twenty six hits you yeah you take ten slashing damage and then the yeah. mandibles come down and go to attack Zoe. Does a 13 hit you? Yep. 13's my AC. Okay, you take another 11 slashing damage as these massive jaws just scissor together. Okay. And But it's your turn again. Cool. Uh, it is not. I still need to make a save. Oh, yes. You just still need to make a save. I should not let myself get out of order like this. Nope. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Now it's Zoe's turn. <laughs> Averting your eyes or making the save? Oh, no, wait. So, you went confused. That's right. I was confused last time. Do I, I just get a save or do I get a choice? Uh, so you roll a d8 first. 
didn't didn't Aaron roll it at the beginning? So here's my confusion. I understand that initially the reason that some people were at the end was because um was because we missed the cue. Mm-hmm. However, at this point, shouldn't everyone be back to rolling at the beginning of the turn? Because if, you're still. So if, let me. Okay, let me look at the wording here. Because failing one save shouldn't lose no, me two turns. To at the start of the turn. Right. Oh, I see what I'm doing wrong. I see what I'm doing wrong. Is making the save at the end of their turn and has already yes. rolled their D10 for D8 for last turn, and who is? Yeah, I see. Okay, yep. Nope, that's where I miss made a mistake. Yep. Okay. Shouldn't we all be at the beginning now? Yes, everybody should be at the beginning. Okay. Yep. So I will make my charisma. Save make your charisma save. Yes. Assume that and I don't get then it. right. Yep. And then as long as you don't. Okay. So now you have your turn back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am moving uh, on top of in front of Diamond because my medical kit is currently with, I think Cole, someone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I have it. Cool. <laughs> on the unconscious. It's always on the unconscious person. Yeah. Really See, good. I'm it's the cursed, it's sure. the cursed healer. I don't know that because I was definitely unconscious when that happened and I would not have thought to ask. That's I, fair. Every, everyone else knows Diamond got real angry about that medical kit though. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm just gonna try and stab the thing so you don't get stabbed and You're protect doing great. You. You're doing great. Do I have advantage because of the flanking that Diamond previously had? Yes, yes, you do. Cool. Eventually, we're just going to hit the point where it's like, fuck it, everyone gets a healer's kit. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm feeling like that point is as soon as we get to a market that sells them. Probably. 20? 20 is a hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now we're low on coinage. 17. 17 is a miss. Okay, eight slashing damage from the first strike. All right. Another solid gouge into it, though. All right, Cole, are you averting your gaze, or are you making your save? Um, I will. Uh, I'm gonna avert my gaze. Okay, so uh, you can, whatever you, whatever you try and hit it with will be disadvantage. Uh, I'm actually gonna try to back away from it right now because I'm okay. not an up close fighter. So I'm going to. Uh, can I actually take the dodge action and run through between both of them? You mean the disengage action? No, the dodge. All right. Um, if you want to, yeah. Wanting wanting to provoke those attacks opportunity and give them disadvantage at the in the in the process. Yeah. So they, I don't I don't know what if they can do anything on the reaction. So uh, besides swing at me. So yeah, I'm just gonna try to like dodge and poke poke get out of there get about 15, 20 feet away from them. Okay. Uh, so they'll get disadvantage attacks of opportunity on you as you make your run for it. Yep. What's your AC? 14. 14. That's a 13. So one of them hits with a 20. Okay. You take nine slashing damage. Okay. And you are out of range. Yep. All right. 
brings us to Aurelia. How close are you? Um, I was in front of the kids. I think I'm in front of Woten by this point. Okay, so just on the outs, out of the far reach of their range for it. So save or avert. Um, I'm gonna avert. I don't. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna try and fire again. Okay. Here we go. Do do do. 16. More stone sparks. Mm. Fuck. I'm going to stay put this time. Okay. Uh, Wotan, you are out of range and don't have to make your save. Mm. Uh, I've sort of found the imaginary boundary line. Right. Mm. So it does have a range. Um, I'll sort of reach out and again try and finish off that injured one. Okay. Natural 20. Nicely Nine. done. Go ahead and roll damage on that. Nine force damage. Still standing. <sighs> that, uh, that was awful. It was, a nat- it was a one on one of those damage dice. Ten misses. Ten is a miss. Yep. <laughs> Trying to aim it in there. Heaton, your turn. Uh, I'm going to avoid their gaze. And because okay. I can't hit very well and am bad at dealing damage. I'm going mm-hmm. to, and also because I have, even though I have the lowest hit points at the moment, aside from Diamond, I have the highest AC, I am going to try to taunt, basically trying to try to get both of them to be attacking me and not the other people that are doing damage, but are squishier. Okay. Um, How are you going to do Sid? Uh, I'm going, using my flame blade and imposing figure, I'm basically just going to like get up in their faces mm-hmm. and make myself a very threatening target. Like, Make me an intimidation check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have any sort of modifiers for being in the power armor, having a flame blade, whatever, anything? Nope. Okay. But you can use inspiration if you have it and I want don't it. have any inspiration, but it's a 23. Okay. Boop. I'm basically Boop. Like, like trying to get them to attack me. Doing the, okay. the, doing the, like, if I had a shield, I'd be smashing it with my sword kind of thing. Right. Well, you definitely attract both of their attentions. Oh. Good. And they're going next. And yes. here they go. Uh, Your AC have, 17, my right? My AC is 17. I have literally the highest AC in the park. <laughs> They've been rolling pretty well to hit things thus far. It's been above 17 most times. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm the only- floor hits you for 10 slashing Absolutely. Yet. I'm unconscious. Okay. Uh, but the armor keeps going, so I don't know what happens now. So here's the thing. These are melee attacks against an unconscious individual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so let me make sure I have my rules right for these. I fully understand that this is probably going to get Heaton killed. I mean, it's re- It's going to be really hard for him not to be killed at this point. I, I want to put forward. I'm not sure how this works because the armor is a secret thing. That technically the part of unconscious that gives melee advantage is the incapacitated part. Correct. And and maybe counteracted by the suit. I don't know. 
I mean, it's it's the unconscious, which is presu- which presumably is, if you're unconscious, you're prone. prone. And I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't know if the armor would fall prone or not when I'm unconscious. Unconscious and unconscious creatures incapacitated. The melee still does more to the death saves if it hits. Right. Yeah, so he's yeah. unconscious. Auto crit if it hits. Right. Attack rolls have advantage, and the attackers are within five feet of the creature, so they will automatically be inflicting crits on anything that they hit with. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's party does. It's been fun, Heaton. That's fine. It's it's fine. There are two more people that will die very soon after because Diamond and I are not great. Well, that's the thing. If they waste their time mauling my corpse, the damage dealers can possibly kill one of them. <laughs> there are two more. I'm taking these off Whisper because. Uh, go ahead. They're off Whisper. Meh. Nah. There's, There's one crit. So that's two death saves. Yep. Yeah. Here are the mandibles. Yep. There you yep. go. I'm dead. All right. Oh, with the mandibles too. So like right through the ar- the, the 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 helmet armor and like Yeah. Um there is a head that suddenly rolls away down the tunnel a bit. The other one <laughs> And the power armor is kind of in pieces now with Hedon's remains still inside it. In response, is it still uh, Cora continues to stare because Cora is still. Emotional. Also, can I get another character? <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know that if, if, if Wooten dies, my next character is even longer range. <laughs> My next character is actually designed to be a tank, so... Oh, God, no! No! You're gonna do the... Are you gonna do the symbiote thing? Yes, Pact of the Host. Undying Pact of the oh. Host. He's going to do an Undying Pact of the Host. Yep. Undying Pact of the Host. All right. At which point... We now have a rage monster. Cora make your save beginning of uh-huh. your turn. I apologize for how badly I've fucked That's up. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm gonna roll another seven. Okay. Yeah, it was the same roll twice, wasn't it? Hey! Ah! Now, here's what's gonna be awesome. I am functionally useless. Um... Can you throw a closet at it? You also still have <laughs> your frostbite camp trip. I, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I don't know that I have that. All I know is I tried to do a spell and it completely didn't work. It almost seems like anti-magic to me. You are, you are still aware that you can cast cantrips. Okay. You have that level of, of awareness of your powers at this point. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know what? No, no. What I'm actually gonna do? Shithal wades into combat. Yeah. Get him. Um. The closet goes in for the kill. Uh, Jack, you put that character sheet in my journal, but not that I could be, not that I could edit it. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Better. I just have to ask because. At this point, it doesn't matter, but 
I just want to be able to smash my head against something once I know this. Is an Umber Hulk's ability considered to be a magical ability? Um. Yes, yes, it is. Of course it is. I had a closet on my shoulder. I had advantage against saves. Oh, damn it. Um, Sorry. Nah, I mean, that was my bad. Uh, attack. With advantage, because he can okay. hit. Mm. That's good, because that, that was a natural <laughs> two. Hey! That's better. Roll some damage. Two How does Shathal want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was joking. <laughs> um, I mean... Reaching out, he grabs one of the eyes <laughs> and just pulls, and it's slow. Pull, 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 rips out. <laughs> and then starts chewing on the eye. Right, and then as the Umber, Umber Hawk collapses backwards into the remains of Heden's corpse with a sickening crunch and thud, Shethal just kind of rides its face down and then... <laughs> Good closet. Which brings us to... <laughs> Zoe. Uh, so there are two of these things that are uninjured, right? No, there is one of them, and it has been slightly injured. Okay. Okay, that's that's a little better. Not much. Oh, sorry, yes. Diamond, need you to make another death save. Oh, oh, Diamond's no, awake. Oh, no, Diamond's, Diamond's, awake. Diamond's awake. I'm Diamond. just standing over her because she was prone. Okay. Right. Averting your eyes or making the save? Making the save. Okay. Making the save. Making the save. No, you're not. That shouldn't the have save. been an advantage. Um, can Go I back. add... Wait, wait, wait. Can I add DM inspiration to the save? Yes, you may. Take that off. Mm. Yeah! Just enough. Well done. All right. So I assume you're standing up? Yes. Okay. So I have your movement there. Uh, And then moving the rest of my movement to flank with Zoe. Okay. That's it. Ooh. uh, That's some good damage. 15 damage. Cool. And second one, 24. Also a hit. Good damage. Nice. I might die. I was literally a couple nights ago talking Umber Hulks with someone, so all of this information is very fresh in my mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, so now it's Zoe's turn. All right. Somehow, yeah, we're back on track, I think. Yep. Okay. A- averting or saving? Ugh. I really can't afford to lose a turn. I am averting. I am assuming I then roll flat because it's yes. mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Also, has uh, 14's a miss. Has, has Thalia been failing her saving throw this entire time? Thalia has been standing there a little wonky eyed. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Natural one is a miss. Please tell me I don't hit my ally. You do not hit your please ally. Tell no. me, okay. Please tell me that Zoe hits an ally. <laughs> Zoe oh just my god, because Diamond's the only one in range and has I one. Zoe could, stab, Zoe could stab Shithal on accident. Diamond's on the other side of the Umber Hulk That's from just you. That's that I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I said they didn't. Cool. All right. Oh, my God. Thalia makes her save this time and also has flanking with Cole. Uh, I'm like 20 feet away. Oh, that's right. She does not have flanking with Cole, but she rolled a 20, so that's okay. Wow. Thalia needs to work on her sneak attacks. Okay. But she stabs it. Mm-hmm. for a bit of a chunk. And now it's Cole's turn. You are not out of range of their gaze, so are you averting or saving? I will definitely save. Okay. Yeah, 17. Yeah, okay. Eldritch Blast this motherfucker. Eldritch Blast. 26 is a hit. 26. 26 is also a hit. Or 14. Total of 14. All right. This guy is beginning to stagger. Hmm. Aurelia, hmm. you are still within range of the gaze. Are you averting or saving? Yes, I'm still averting. I don't okay. know. I hate these things. Um, I the problem is, and then I cast. The problem uh, is, if you avert your gaze, you have to look at Heath's corpse. Yes. Well, I'm at this point, Aurelia is fairly far <laughs> down the, the tunnel. So if she averts her gaze, she just has to look at Heaton's head. Yep. Not better. <laughs> nope, yep. I class toll the dead because that does not require an attack roll that requires them to make a saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom save. Yes. That is a three. Yes, 17 points of damage. They had 17 hit points. How do you ah. want to do this? Ah. Um, oh goodness. Uh, the, the bell actually tolls for Heaton. <laughs> yes. Uh, with the bell to ring and it just sort of liquefy inside, I guess. That seems appropriate. All right. Like so there's things. this heavy tolling bell sound, just one single stroke. And whatever maddening light lies behind this Umber Hulk's eyes kind of fades out and just a huge amount of gore and ichor cascade out of its mouth, out of its the joints of the chitin on its throat, and just kind of coat it in whatever powered the interior of its cranium. And yep. it crashes to the ground. I spit. And <laughs> that is where we are closing for the evening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.